0: Oh boy, Mr. Peepipopoo, Mr. Poo. We'll get into that a little bit later. I'm President Bill Clinton. Thanks for listening. To Let's Help this works, Machinowski. I've been working on my Bill Clinton impression a little bit. Yeah, that's why I haven't posted one of these in like I don't know five months because I've been too busy with a shitty Bill Clinton impression. Um, what's going on, guys? It is. February seventeenth, two thousand twenty one. And I just had some free time, so I decided to record one of these again and I have some just things going on in my life that I want to talk to you guys about. Um have you guys ever watched Band of Brothers? That show rocks hard. That show rocks my cock. I'm not afraid to say Definitely like top top three show of all time. Um and whenever I watch that show I'm like damn I haven't done shit with my life because i mean obviously you know war isn't great but i think it's safe to say that world war Two was the last necessary war because you know we're fighting the nazis um and i would love like I, I i don't think this is actually gonna happen but i would not be surprised if in like five years there come some like super woke articles where it's like should we really have been involved in world war ii and it's like yeah the nazis like took over europe we probably should have been involved in world war ii but um yeah that's definitely gonna happen <laughs> those people are gonna get at first dunked on and then 10 years of movement later is gonna resurface and people are kind of be gonna be about it again But yeah, for those of you who don't know, Band of Brothers is about Easy Company, which was a company in the 101st Airborne during World War II, and pretty much the entire war they were on the front lines um, in the European theater, and it explores a lot of the aspects such as, I mean, obviously the combat aspect, but also, you know, the um, emotional aspect of it, and you know, it's... All true, not complete nonfiction, um, and it's just a really good series. But I determined that my uh, my motivations in life are just off because something that's prevalent during the series is the guys are always smoking cigarettes. Now, part of this is probably because it's the 1940s, and, you know, there was less data on cigarettes being bad for you. In fact, if you went to the doctor and you had, like, a headache, they're like, you're not smoking enough parliaments, kid. You need more nicotine to cure your chronic headaches. Um, No, in all reality, like, some some people did advertise that, but at the same time, like, some people did things smoking cigarettes was bad because obviously there were people who were croaking early that smoked and whatnot so some people smoked some people didn't um but regardless uh, a big reason they smoke cigarettes is because of the stress of literally fighting nazis in a european forest um and like you can't fault them for that but like i'm watching the series and like there's part of the series like. Anyone watching it may feel a little bit of, like, so what they saw is, like, awful. And I would never want to experience that. But, like, part of it is, like, I mean, they, like, are legitimate heroes. And, like, they, like, I mean, for those that survived, like, there's a certain level of, like, glory. And there is a certain level of, like, those guys talk about how they have, like, a bond that no one else can it can break and they're legitimately american heroes and like that would be cool however like i think anyone who was involved would tell you they were not they would not go through what got them there if they had not had to do that but anyways so i was (laughs) i'll be watching literally these guys will be getting mortar shelled by artillery in Bastogne, belgium and what was like the worst part of the war and what all of them recount as like literally the worst experience of their entire lives and hope no one ever has to get through it. And like literally like in between artillery shellings, they'll like take a take a cigarette out and smoke it. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could just smoke a cigarette in the European forest. It's just like the, the context is just so out there. And I'm just like, damn! I want, I want to smoke cigarettes. My love, love for cigarettes is bad, and my parents are probably listening to this and are concerned. Like, it don't. I, I haven't smoked a cigarette in a hot minute. Um, I, I do occasionally indulge in a drunk cigarette from time to time, and I don't think there's like anything super wrong, wrong with that. But um, just to, to, like, if you gave me the option, it's like okay, we can stop this hurricane or like cigarettes aren't bad. It's not even that they're good for you. It's just cigarettes are no longer bad for you. I'd be like hammer cigarette button or hammer on that. Um, and that's just how much I, I, I enjoy smoking cigarettes. I know my dad's probably listening to this super concerned, but I don't really smoke them that much. I just enjoy them anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm just so aloof. I'm like, yeah, I I wish I got drafted in World War II so I could rip heaters without remorse. Um, but, um, what else is going on in my life? Got a tattoo. Tatted up. Um, uh, whatever. What's that song? Uh, she, bitch, and she already knows. Yeah, that's it. Um, and... I think, like, uh, oh, God, my roommate has a girl over right now downstairs. And uh, actually, no, this is definitely getting edited out because of people who listen to this. Um, So, um, I got a tattoo, and I was thinking, you know... For a while, I've wanted a tattoo, and my whole thought process was, like, either, like, I gotta find something that I really like, or, like, someone that is very close to me needs to die so I can get a tattoo to commemorate them, Um, and the latter, thankfully, did not happen. I came across a graphic of this bear called Wojtek who served in the... Polish army during World War II, not the Nazis. Uh, he was an anti-Nazi bear. And I just like the graphic. The story is interesting and I'm not going to tell it to you because I, I don't want to provide anything of value on this podcast. Um, but there is another podcast you can listen to called lower education where they do cover woods check. And I also happen to host that. Um, but yeah, so I got a tattoo and my my essential thought process was like i said i got to find something i like or like i have to wait for someone close to me to die and at the same time i was kind of thinking i was like is that just like how italians function all the time like i think every italian person i know has a tattoo from like their grandpa's birthday and everything and you know obviously that's great but if you wanted to set up a like, go to an Italian neighborhood, set up a both funeral home slash tattoo shop. Like, you're millionaire overnight. It's like, sir, um, we can provide you with an urn. Would you like this to be a closed casket or an open casket funeral? And also, uh, what color ink are you thinking for your um, inner bicep tattoo? Um, yeah, no, that's, that's honestly a really good idea. Um, Mr. Peepee Poopoo, I want to just quit my job, move to New York City, pretend to be an Italian man, or actually just generic Western European man who knows, uh, little English and become a doorman for a high rise. And whenever anyone walks in, I want to go, oh, Mr. Baby Boo Boo, uh, thank you for coming in. And they think I'm just saying nonsense, but I'm calling them Mr. Pee-pee-poo-poo. And that's the long con right there. A lot of people think uh, I don't have this thought out, but I've got more figured out than you know. Um, I did a month of sobriety, and uh, it was definitely very unique um i bettered myself a ton i got so much done it was incredibly productive um i went to the gym a a bunch more worked out ate right i mean occasionally like with diet you have your slip ups and whatnot but just par for the course i was a significantly better human and like (laughs) i was so much happier and my life improved so much, and then after 30 days when it's over, I'm like, all right, back to the grind. We're drinking again, buddy. Um, the nice thing is, though, I proved to myself that I could definitely be sober if needed to, so now I'm just a binge drinker, and I don't have a problem. Uh, now, people will probably still say that's a problem, but it is like nice to be like, oh, I've stopped before. We're good, we're good. Um, but, um... Anyways, what are we what are we talking about? Yeah, the let's see, um, sailing. That's a sport. Um, my roommate met this person who sails as a hobby, and I played lacrosse in high school, and you, rightfully so. If you tell someone you play lacrosse there's probably a little judgment that enters the head of said person. They probably think you're immediately from um, an upper-class white family. You're probably a bit out of touch, definitely a little douchey. And uh, at one point or another, you have uh, like gotten embarrassingly, embarrassingly black out and, um, like, woken up on a fraternity couch in, like, uh, a random college town, and those things have mostly been true to me, I'll let you determine which are and which aren't, um, but, um, when you're, when you tell someone that you're into sailing, it's just like, Like, what is, what is the use? Why? Why'd you do that? You're clearly from money, and you clearly don't know what to do with it. Listen, let me take every dollar you spent on sailing, and I will spend it on something better, because I will spend it on literally anything else. I will spend all the money you've put into sailing on crack, and it will be better spent. If you take up sailing it's just you don't know you don't know you don't know what you're doing get it together son it's not going well and my roommate I was I was joking around about this with my roommate and he was like it's a useful skill no it's not <laughs> when are you ever gonna actually need to sail a small boat? He was like, it's pretty cool. It's not. You know what's cool? A jet ski. You can get a jet ski with the money you spent on sailing and go a lot faster than the boats. And also, you can probably pick up women on a jet ski. You know who you can't pick up women on? A sailboat. Hey, babe, want to wanna come tie these figure eight knots with me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not how that works. Um, yeah, who who would want fucking, to fucking be good at sailing? I mean, to be fair, I've invested a large portion of my time and energy into <laughs> watching Johnny Carson stand up or late night show highlights from the late 70s. So, um, I mean... I, I'm someone who clearly knows how to, how to handle this and knows what, what time should be allotted doing, but sailing, like I'm judging you and you're just like, so like rich and you just are uninteresting. Most people would probably think sailing's interesting, but it means you probably like tried regular interesting things and you were bad at them. So you're like, I'm going to go tie knots in the water. Who wants to do that? And then, like, the the person who he met was like, I have sailing practice. It's like 30 degrees out. The water is frozen. What are you doing? If anyone was like, I'll pay you $1,000 and we can go, like, sailing in this, like, windy 30-degree weather right now. Sorry, nope, not doing it. I have better things to do. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that $1,000, and I am going to um, buy a bunch of interesting things to try and make you improve your life so you never mis- like make this mistake again. And I'm going to write it off on my taxes because this is the only time I did any good work during this entire year because I haven't been doing shit for charity in 2020. You heard it here, son. We're not helping nobody. Just kidding, I did donate to a few causes. Um what else? What else we got? Oh, Mr. Bull. <laughs> oh. Um Going to the gym is nice. I like it. Um someone recognized me today and I was like, shit, I've made it. Then they watch me just lift an embarrassing amount of my weight for my size, and I'm just like, hell yeah, brother. And they're like, stop talking to me. I never acknowledged you in the first place, actually. Uh, sir, this isn't a gym. This is an Ingalls. You're in South Carolina. What kind of cut of meat would you like, Sir. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't actually get sober for a month. I've been cracked out this entire time. I hope my boss doesn't find us. Um What should I do for the rest of the night? We got a couple options. We can do a little Mr. pippa B. Um we can uh, sit here and talk a little more. Or we can go ahead, shut this down, and I can play Red Dead Redemption. Dutch, now Dutch, what the hell are you doing? That's a horrible Arthur Morgan impression. Um, I've been making sketches. I need to make more sketches. I need to make more sketches. Um, back to being Italian and open the the shop. Listen, uh... You know, Tony, I uh, I was thinking about you know, if we could do it open casket because you know we got shot in the back, and uh, additionally, um, I know the tattoo shop specializes in uh in in you know commemorative tattoos, but I kind of want this Batman tattoo. Uh, I just think he's a badass. I kind of feel like I'm Batman, you know. That's something that that really, like, the dudes who wear Superman shirts to the gym and stuff, and they're like, I'm Superman. No, you're not. You're just annoying. Um, those people are probably so much happier than I am. But they also probably have just horrifically small micro-penises. And... Not to like that's the only way you can get into wearing like, um, like superhero stuff above the age of probably twenty four, and being like, yeah, uh, this is cool. And to be fair, it's not cool long before that. But if you're over the age of twenty four, that's when we're we we have hit micro penis confirmation. We've hit micro penis confirmation, sir. Thank you for identifying yourself. Um, can I touch it? Let me see it. I've never seen one in person. Sir, let me touch. No, I'm not going to let you finish this set of tricep pull down, sir. Let me see your micro penis.